This audio was previously recorded as a YouTube video. Go to youtube.com forward slash jetlifewithtom for more information and more videos. And don't forget to check out theultimatejetguide.com if you're looking to buy or sell your private jet. That's theultimatejetguide.com. On to the show. Hey guys, what's up? It's Tom and today we're gonna be giving a quick overview of what is Charter, check it out. All right, so lately I've been getting a lot of phone calls from guys that are calling me and saying, hey Tom, I'm thinking about buying a jet, but I'm not gonna be using it all that much, so I was wondering what you think about putting it on Charter, maybe like an Airbnb kind of a thing. And so because I keep getting that question over and over, I wanted to make a quick video. So when it comes to putting your aircraft on Charter, first let's take a step back and talk about how often should you be flying your jet if you're looking to purchase a jet? Well, usually a jet purchase makes sense around 100 to 200 hours of flight time on average. When it comes to anything less than that, you're really gonna be on the bubble of maybe you should just charter out your own. Like you should find a charter broker and just charter on your trips. Um, or maybe you wanna buy into fractional uh, ownership or a jet card or something like that. Uh, when you're around 50 plus hours, you're really kind of on the cups. So it might make sense to buy a jet and then put it on a charter certificate or start your own charter. We're gonna talk about that in a second, but you've got a lot of options. So let's talk about the first two options when it comes to chartering your jet. You can either start your own or you can put it on someone else's certificate. Now let's take a step back. What does that mean? Put it on somebody else's certificate. So when it comes to chartering an aircraft, you're going to be under different, a different maintenance schedule. So normally you're a part 91 operator. If it's for personal use, if you're going to charter it, you're now putting passengers in there. You're now running it a little bit more. So you're going to want to think about part 135 maintenance. So it's it's gonna you're gonna have to tell the FAA, hey, this plane is gonna be carrying passengers, it's gonna be chartering. They have to issue a certificate. Now, if you start your own, uh, you're gonna probably waiting one to two years to start your own. There's a lot of paperwork. I know everybody loves paperwork. And you're gonna need a director of operations. You're gonna need a chief pilot, uh, and a whole infrastructure dedicated to starting your own charter. Now, of course, the benefit of start charting your own charter is that you're in control of everything, all the revenue goes to you, and you know it's like starting another business, basically, which may not be, and I would say 90% of people probably don't want to start their own certificate. Another way to go about it is to purchase a certificate, but again, you're going to need all these things, paperwork, director of maintenance, chief pilot, all that kind of stuff. So maybe we take an aircraft and we can put it on someone else's certificate. Well, if you're gonna do that, there's a couple different ways you can do that. You can buy your own. So you buy your own jet. It's perfect for you. And you lend it out for the charter company to use. You can also go into a fractional ownership on a certificate. So perhaps the certificate, the uh, charter company owns the aircraft and they are selling shares of the aircraft. So you can buy into this ownership, but then you also get a portion of the profits from, uh, from the charter company. That's another option. Another option could be you could buy into a charter company and get a part of, become part of the fleet. So let's say you buy your own jet 
you add it to the certificate, but what's what you're really uh, jumping into is into a floating fleet. And so, you know, let's say you need to go somewhere, your jet may not be available, so you have to fly in somebody else's jet. Now, this kind of comes down to your own personal preference, which is gonna make the most sense, the buying your own, fractional ownership or fleet. If you ask me, I prefer to buy your own jet because then it's yours. Um, you fly in it and you set the tone of the charter company like, listen, I'm only going to use it 50 hours uh, a year. Um, here are my dates and then you fill in the rest, uh, but I'm going to fly my plane. Um, with the fleet, you know, it might be a little bit easier, might have a better, you know, return on your investment uh, because the charter company can give you a better deal. But with the fleet, you're not always going to have your own uh, aircraft. And then, of course, with the fractional ownership, it's kind of similar to buying your own, but now you're with other owners that are going to have, have their own schedule. So uh, those are kind of just two options that we talk about just kind of overall with the charter. Let's talk about the pros and cons of putting your aircraft on charter. Well, pro is going to be uh, recoup expenses, right? So you have the opportunity to offset your maintenance costs, offset your your, your costs in general on your jet. Now, I will tell you, I spoke, I've been speaking with charter companies for a while now, and they'll tell you for the most part, it's, you know, another pro that a lot of people want is cash flow. 90% of the time, you're not gonna be getting cash flow. 90% of the time, you're not gonna be making money by putting your aircraft on a charter. Most of the time, you're closer to recouping expenses, uh, and then sometimes you could actually lose money when it comes to put it on charter. If you don't get the right aircraft or you know they're just mismanaged by the charter company, you're gonna end up paying more money because it's, it's a mismanagement, it's not getting used, and the maintenance is kinda, it, it kinda goes up a little bit. So the pro obviously is you recoup expenses, you can cash flow. Another pro is the, the jet actually flies, especially if you're looking at a bigger aircraft, these things really do need to fly. Uh, otherwise, if they sit, they develop problems that get gremlins. So the jet is gonna fly if you put it on a certificate. That's a good part. Let's talk about the cons. Well, one con is gonna be the schedule. I know you're only using it 50 hours of the year, but are those 50 hours or are those days of the year that you wanna use it popular times when other people are gonna to wanna to use it? So is it possible that your plane might not be available when you want it? Yes. Um, otherwise, if it is available, now you're losing revenue because you're using it. You know, it, it's kind of a mixed bag. So one of the cons is going to be schedule. The other con is going to be maintenance. So maintenance wise, uh, it's going to come up for inspections more often. If it's on a 135, the, the maintenance schedule is going to be uh, more rigorous. There's going to be more inspections that need to be done. So your maintenance is going to go up and your maintenance costs are going to increase. So you want to be aware of that. So, you know, yes, the charter company is going to make a proposal to you say, hey, we, we are estimating this much maintenance and here's the revenue and here's how all the numbers work. At the same time, it could go above that. And then last, let's talk about value of the aircraft can decrease. And the reason for that is you're running the engine. So the value of the aircraft is a lot of time in the engines. The more time you're running it, the, the quicker you're going to devalue the aircraft. You're also going to have other people flying in your aircraft. So, um, you know, what is the, the, the care that they're going to take for an asset that doesn't belong to them? Are they going to have kids in there? Are they going to have adults that are screwing around? Are they just going to be, you know, are they going to take care of your, your asset? The value of your aircraft could decline as well. When it comes to putting your aircraft on a charter, the biggest thing you need to do is have a conversation with your entire team. 
Chartering doesn't always make sense, but in some cases it does. And sometimes it doesn't make dollars and cents, but it makes a value of cents. And what I mean by that is making sure that your aircraft gets a chance to fly. I mean, recouping your expenses. I mean, possibly making cash flow. I mean, connections. If you set up with a fleet policy, you might have access to a Gulfstream while you own a, a Citation CJ4. So you might have access to bigger, better jets that get you to where you want to go if you enter into some kind of a fleet arrangement. So there's a lot of things to consider. Get with your team. I'd love to help you out. If you have any questions, you can text me at 941-216-1246. I look forward to helping you. My main goal is to help you not just find a jet, but find the right jet so that you can enjoy the jet life to the fullest.